we have a very short introduction this morning into the podcast that is in front of us. But I had a conversation today with Jen from the owner of LTD Longhorn Tactical and Defense, as we've had on the program. I've promoted uh, that company for several months now. They were just delivered a huge blow. And if you understand what's going on today from the Facebook posts that I've have put out there on both my personal as well as the Extra Lambo Facebook page, you will see that tyranny is being pushed upon those who are trying to protect the people and its customers. Um, the, the example is Liberty Safe. Liberty Safe had all of this information. People were buying their safes because they were they're good and you know, blah blah blah. But then turned around as soon as they were being pressured by the ATF to give all of their customers' information over to the government. The ATF went after LT Defense, and that company, in protecting its customers, told the ATF to go pound sand, as they should. The ATF should be abolished right now. They are a tyrannical, unconstitutional, three-letter crime family. The ATF should no longer be in existence. They are a militant arm of the federal government. The ATF went after Liberty Safe, and Liberty Safe cowered, cowered down, and gave up all of its customers' information. They went after LT Defense, Longhorn Tactical and Defense. And Jen and that company told them to go pound sand. Our customers are not for sale. So in return... LT Defense pulled back from any sales of the federal to the federal government. They said we're not going to we're not going to sell you our products so that you can use them against the American people. They said no. So ATF didn't get its didn't get its little way. So this is what they did is they went after the payment processor. LT Defense uses Square payment processor. And they, they use Square to then put pressure on getting all of their customers' information. They want this information so they know, number one, who to attack, number one, who to go after. But number two, what do they have? They've, they, they've got to know this information. They've got to figure out this information so that they know what type of fight they have on their hands. Dear ATF, that fight is bigger than you're ever going to understand you're not going to be prepared for the fight that you will have on your hands. I promise you with every ounce of my body, you are fucking corrupt and you deserve to be abolished immediately. LT Defense sent out an email to their customers and it reads as follows. This was done on, on December 4th, 2023. To our customers, on November 30th, with no warning, Longhorn Tactical and Defense, LTD, received a notice from Square demanding private customer documentation in conjunction with the banks and from what we understand, some policy agency requests. Square was demanding detailed customer orders, invoices, banking records, custom order details, and contracts. We contacted Square and explained 
uh, and, and explain for our customer privacy, we would not be surrendering any documentation to a payment processor in conjunction with our policies. Constitutional guaranteed, of course. Our customers range from high-level government employees to private militants and civilians, and we understand the security of our customers' records can be the information we are sworn to protect. At LTD, we have a constitutional guarantee and will never, never surrender our customers' records to anyone without a warrant or court order. LT Defense did what was right. They did, they protected their customers and they are not being acknowledged for this. Right now, they have had to pull their website. They have a website up. It is very minimal. It is operational, but it is not the full website that you and I are used to being able to go and purchase anything that we want from it. They are having to rebuild an entire website and in that they are having to recode everything for their own payment processor. No more of these of these tyrannical customers, tyrannical government influencers going after good American companies like LT Defense. LT Defense stood up for its customers. They are not going to give over the information that the government wants. They're not going to just hand it over. They could have done this very easily, very quietly. Nobody could have known. But they chose to stand for the Constitution. They, they chose to stand for their customers. And in doing so, it's costing them a lot of money on the other end to now build their own payment server. Liberty Safe chose the coward way out. And, you know, here's the information. We don't want any ruckus with the federal government. Here's all of the all of our customers' information. LT Defense gave them the double bird and said, go pound sand. So what, what did the federal government do? Yellow coward government ATF agents, what did they do? They went through the they went for the money. They went for the payment processor. You now are, need to go get this information for us. Like, like the ATF holds some sort of weight behind it. The ATF is a criminal organization. They're the ones that make recommendations. Remember the brace stock that they were like, yeah, this is, the, this is definitely for safety. We should be promoting this, making sure everybody has this, this brace stock, not a bump stock, it's a brace stock, in order to make firing a firearm more safe. And then they turned around the coward scum that they are and said, oh, this is illegal. You need to register the entire weapon now. See, that was the back door in to getting everybody to start registering weapons so they know what they're fighting against. Now, a lot of people told them to go pound sand because they realized that, that, the, that the ATF doesn't make laws. They can make recommendations, but they don't make laws. And in this case, they, they, they went around people's constitutional rights, right to privacy, and started affecting people's money. And the money I'm talking about is LT Defense, because now they're having to put out a lot of that money in order to make a better, more secure server that they are in control of. Square offers a, a, a pretty dynamic platform that is easy to use, but... In the eyes of tyranny, this is what happens. 
So lesson learned. And I advise everybody, if you're on Square, if you use Square, find a different payment method processor. Because if the federal government wants to, they're going to press you as well. And you're going to either give the double bird or you're going to hand over all of your customers' information. You might not think, ah, this is no big deal. What does this matter? This doesn't matter for anything. It does. It does because you were given, as a customer, I'm putting my faith into you that my transaction is between you and me, unless under a warrant or court order, not the ATF going, you better do this or else. And then they just freely give it over. That's that's my information. That's my privacy. I'm buying this for my use. Whatever it is. And now the ATF can come in and push their weight around to get information. LT Defense stood up for their clients. LT Defense did not hand over their privacy, their private information. They did not hand over everything that they've purchased. They've not handed over whatever they're going to be using it for. It's not our government's business. It's not our government's business. LT Defense did the right thing, and they deserve acknowledgement for what they did. Here on Little Extra Lambo Podcast, I have purchased a lot from LT Defense. My information, my privacy is secure with LT Defense. If you need somebody to purchase tactical gear, food preparedness, water preparedness, anything for firearms, ltdefense.shop is where you need to go. Use the promo code Radio Freedom and you'll get 5% off. Now, that website is down for right now. There is stuff that is up. They do have an active website. It is just, it is just not the full website. I advise you to get tactical gear because we have a fight on our hands. Not only this, but we have... Chris Ray, the director of the FBI, telling telling um, our Congress that they shouldn't be required to, to have search warrants to, to search people, to search American citizens. We, sh- we shouldn't be required to, to get a search warrant. That's tyranny, folks. That's tyranny. LT Defense just, and, and they've had this uh, happen to them several times, and they've always stood up for their customers. What other company in this country can say that they stood up for their con- their customers and protected their privacy? Losing, knowing they're going to be losing thousands of dollars in the process. Not only did they say they stopped selling to the federal government, losing money, but now they protected their customer base from just handing over information. They knew they were going to lose money doing so because now they knew they had to create their own server, their own payment processor. They knew that this was the the consequences of that. They could have just handed it over, but they didn't. They chose to protect their customers. What more do you need to, to, to see to have a loyal company like Longhorn Tactical and Defense to purchase all of your stuff through? I advise you to go get tactical gear because we have a fight on our hands very soon. Very soon. And your information will be protected through them. No other company, no other company that you know of has done this. Go to LT Defense. They stand behind what they say. 
and their actions show what they say is true. Longhorn Tactical and Defense. LTDefense.shop. Use the promo code RADIOFREEDOM and you'll get your 5% off. We have the show coming up, but I wanted to get this out here. I wanted to read off, and there is a lot more to this letter. I It is already on the Extra Lambo Facebook page. I will be putting it on my Instagram page as well. If you want to read the entire thing, you want to hear how they're not going to comply with Square's demands or the ATF's demands, they're just not going to do it. This is about American citizens. They stand behind you. They have your back. Longhorn Tactical and defense if you want to read the entire letter it's on my instagram it'll be on my twitter it'll be on my extra lambo facebook page i advise you to go read the entire letter and then i advise you to go get on that website and whatever they have available for you i advise you to go purchase it because it's not going to stop the tyrant the tyranny that's coming from this government upon the people is going to start multiplying right? They're on a deadline. They're on a timeline and things need to start happening. Make sure you have the best gear that money can buy right now. LTDefense.shop. So without further ado, I'm going to give to you the Extra Lambo Podcast. is a little extra lambo podcast coming to you from the palatial podcast studios right here spokane washington it's been a little while since i've done that intro tried to come up with different creative ways different new ways to bring in and we actually have a guest in studio today uh, he's been on the podcast before and we have the prepared mutual friend how are you doing buddy hello hello Hello, hello. We, uh, we had you on before, and we kind of talked a little bit about uh, preparing and communities and that aspect of, of things going on. Now we have the, the weather turning. We yep. have you know, winter coming in front of us. We've got a lot of rain. We've got a lot of snow coming in our, in our future, which you've already had. Um, but it's going to change how we think about preparing and what we're going to need and our go bags and what we should have in our vehicles and, and all of that stuff. But I want to talk a little football first. <laughs> a little, you, little wet the whistle there. There you go. Kind of. You're, you're a Longhorn fan. I am a Texas Longhorn so fan. So you're excited. Through and through. I was happy as a puppy with two Peters on Sunday when they made that announcement. Uh, we get to play Washington again. Again. Again, so hopefully a better outcome this time for us. You know, the the number one team, Michigan. <clears throat> yep. Uh, obviously, not non no problems there, no None. drama there. None. It is what it was. Washington selected number two, no drama there. That's where they should be. Texas might have been a little iffy. They did do have a loss, but it was earlier in the season, and then they've won everything else going through. Mm-hmm. The conversation could have been they could have been four. But we there but is that potential. There was yeah. that potential, but they're they're at three. It's not nobody's really creating a fuss. No, 
Then there's that four spot. Oh, and what you've, a... you've got Alabama that ended up getting that selection. You've got Florida <clears throat> State that is very duly should be duly awarded that spot for winning their conference yep. for going undefeated, you know, beating every team that was out there in front of them. Yeah. Did everything they needed to do. Quarterback, starting quarterback broke his leg. Yep. So that is what really kept them out of that four spot. Yeah, that that was the excuse they went with. The What did Ohio State do 2 years earlier? Yeah, a couple years ago they had their their guy uh quarterback went down, they brought in another one. Um yeah, it's Well, they won the national cha- that was their <clears throat> third string they won the national championship with. Yeah. I don't know. I obviously I'm biased towards Texas getting in. I mean, you could almost make the the argument that Michigan potentially played better without Tarbaugh. Could have. Um, I think that is uh, something that Michigan earned. Uh, yeah, no problem with one. Washington played an incredible season. I watched about four of their games, um, both games against Oregon. Just, you know, in the game against WSU. They were, they were great football games. The, they the were WSU fun. game. They were fun games to watch. I'm worried about, you know, if I was a Husky fan, I'd be worried about your defense right now. Mm-hmm. That's just, you know. Um, but being a Texas fan, I'm okay with your defense. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no doubt. <laughs> no problem. No, I have a very hard time with Florida State. I think the SEC was down this year. I think their conference's best win against another Power Five was Kentucky against Louisville. I think was their best, you know, and it's okay to say the SEC was down this year. It's okay to say that. But I think that uh, the business and potentially kicked in. I think Alabama, so. Alabama gets more butts in the seat than Florida State does, and I think that's that's hard, especially for those Florida State players that earned that right. You know, yeah. power. They did everything that they power were five that they set out to do. Undefeated. They did everything that they were asked to do, mm-hmm. and Ah, better luck. Better luck next year, guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I saw a little post. It's, you know, was it the top fifteen um, ranking right now? The only one that will not be in the Big Ten or the SEC next year is Florida State. All the other schools that are in that power are going to those two conferences. Well, which was kind of an eye-opening realization, I guess, when mm-hmm. I looked at it and. Being a fan, but you know, it's I'm th- holding on to I the Big these, Twelve for one more year. I for think this, these super for this conferences it. are are going to come back and bite teams in the butt because I think you had a pretty good split, but you had the majority of the you had that SEC persona about it that if you wanted to play pro football, you had to go to the SEC mm-hmm. um, or the the major Big Ten teams or the major yeah. Pac-12 teams, whatever. But SEC, it didn't matter what school you played for in the SEC, you were going to get looked at, and if you're good enough, you're going to get drafted. Mm-hmm. So I think that was that was the stigma that I think that, that was the mindset what to. the media pushed. Mm-hmm. I think the media pushed that hard, and uh, you know, there's a lot of NFL teams that have Georgia and Alabama, and that's kind of it. You know, but my opinion is, if they're good enough, they're going to find you. You know. That's how it's supposed to be. That's how it is supposed to be, you know. Um, being the area we're from in eastern Washington, you know, you had the, the Cooper. God's country, as I like to say it. <laughs> uh, 
Well, other than the yeah. politics. <laughs> other than the goddamn communism. <laughs> but, I, I mean, this is a beautiful area. Uh, for very distinct seasons. Oh, yes. Very distinct we're, seasons. We're going through two of them right now. Yeah. And ironically, <laughs> we're going through spring and the end of fall. Yeah. So I, weird. I, weird. Yeah, and it's still <laughs> construction season. So, <laughs> we uh, One thing I saw today as well is both um, Washington State and... Oregon State, both of their quarterbacks put in for the transfer portal. Yep. So they're looking to get out. They are. They they are looking uh, to get out. Um, let me see. Oklahoma's quarterback, Gabriel, he's in the transfer portal. Wow. Um, it, he put in for the transfer portal. Um, you know, and, and I think there's – I think that – makes it at about 12 quarterbacks already that have put in in the transfer portal and they're guessing guessing and estimating it's going to cost between 1.5 and 2 million dollars to get a quarterback out of that portal. Wow. For NIL money. So, oh, for the NIL money. Yep, gotcha. Okay. Yep. So Gotcha. It's it's, it's going to be crazy the, this next year or the the year after. Yeah. And, and it's heartbreaking looking at the other sports. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. You know, I know girls softball especially is just the storm that the Pac-12 has created with them is, it's a mess. But unfortunately, it doesn't bring in the revenue that men's basketball does in college football. Correct. It just just doesn't. Correct. You know, so. Yeah, I mean, you can, and that's always been the decade old argument of, Mm -hmm. you know, there's everybody, you know, there's other teams out there than football. Okay, well, what other team is going to make the mo- as much money as football does? Yep. Washington State actually has to pay money for them to be in the Mountain West. Yes. Which it just surprises me that they're not being picked up by one of these other. Oregon State as well. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, why are these two being left out? Yeah, and Oregon State's got a good program if you look at it. You know, they just finished their stadium renovation, which is absolutely gorgeous if you look at it. Um, uh, they're competitive in, in other sports, obviously, the national baseball. championships and baseball. Yep. You know, recently, based on their pitching. And WSU, um, the women's volleyball is ranked. You know, they took down Texas at the beginning of women's the season. Women's basketball was ranked as yep. well. Yeah. And, but it's an, it's an unfortunate deal. And it was very unfortunate, you know, when Colorado came to Pullman and watching what those Colorado kids were saying about WSU in that area. I didn't hear that. Oh yeah. On the Twitter, this is this, you know, it's a honky country. There's no, (laughs) and then they just got absolutely worked. You know, it's, it's all, you know, this color and it smells like cow. And it's like, um, you guys realize where you play, right? (laughs) (laughs) But whatever. Whatever, um, you know, they just didn't want to be there, and it showed on the field. Correct, correct. So, and it, you know, it really showed on the field because they yep. just got they boat just raced. got boat raced. Oh, yep, destroyed. How Which, do you see? How do you see? Where? How do you see Texas going to SEC? Yes. How do you see that working out? Are there are there going to be four? Or, or I'm sorry, not four. Two different divisions. Of course, you got the north and the south. I believe is how it's going to be broke down. But mm. is there f- 
four? Are there four different divisions within the SEC? Because I think there's 18 teams. 16. 16 teams. There is 16. Um, and they already had uh, their ranking for next year. Their preseason ranking has already come out where Georgia is one, Alabama two, Texas three. I think uh, Oklahoma is fifth in that. Um, so I I don't know. It's going to be kind of interesting to see how they break this down, um, how they do their out-of-conference scheduling. Should be kind of interesting. I, d- I don't know where this is going. I mean, I really don't. No. I, I like J.J. Watt's tweet that he put out yesterday of emergency playoff bracket. Mm. You have Washington, Michigan um, are get a first-round bye, and then in a hat you have Texas, Alabama, Florida State, and Georgia, mm-hmm. and then you just pull. And that's your that's your two two you know two versus two, and then they play they go up and play Washington and yeah. and Michigan. You know, with all of the confusion that is going on with the divisions, with teams moving, having to fly cross country, there's a lot of there's a lot of drama off of the field that is kind of out of the kids' hands. Yes, that I think it's that pressure gets put on them, answering questions after games, having to be in class and getting you know seeing all the social media posts. That that affects a player as as he goes through his day to day of trying to get to class, of trying to work out, of trying to get his mind right to play on a game. Mm-hmm. I think that that I don't I don't I don't hate that idea of having that little playoff no uh, emergency playoff rule. No, and I understand you know, and this is obviously the last year of you know four teams, but uh, if if you. If you think about it right now, it's it's very much a, a something sim, similar that the government is doing with politics. It's these four teams are right, the other four teams are wrong. Go ahead, while you guys are all hashing it out, you're creating more hype for the games. Um, college football is being talked about on an unbelievable pace right now because of this division. Mm-hmm. So people are going to start tuning into what is going on, and they're going to start looking into, you know, newspaper article clippings, if you will, on the internet, and just the Orange Bowl alone mm-hmm. is Florida State going to play in that game? Yeah, their fans are like, no, fuck those guys. We don't, don't, don't even yeah. go. Don't even play. Right, but now is that fair to the kids? Is that fair to the kids? Exactly. The, the seniors, yeah, you know, and even the juniors that have put in their time. Because next year's not given. No, no, nothing is given. So, you know, it's 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 being talked about. It's creating hype. It's doing what they wanted. Mm-hmm. They're wanting, you know, all the pub publicity. Well, you're you're getting it now just by making those judgment calls. Yeah, you know, is it going to settle down next year? Nope. Because there will be someone at you know nine or ten going. We should have gotten in. <laughs> like, Liberty. They're 14 yeah. and 0. Obviously, it's not a major, they're not a right. major college team. And I don't know what their schedule was, but they still did what they did. Yep. They were 14 and 0. They did what they what they were asked to do. I, I don't know how that kind of plays into the conversation of are they good enough to be one of the four? But yet they're an undefeated team in a you know, in a in a power school division. Mm-hmm. So Nope, and you know it's. 
my boss is an Oklahoma fan, and he mm-hmm. even said, you know, I'm glad Texas got in. He goes, but I am upset that Alabama did. I was like, yeah. As Texas had the toughest schedule based on everything in the nation. They had the hardest schedule in the nation. They lost the last second field goal that they shouldn't have given up, but they did. And they beat Alabama in, in Al- Alabama. Alabama. Yep. There has to be something said for a mutual played game between two conference impo- opponents. Yeah. I don't see how Texas could have been kept out. Why does Alabama get to leapfrog Florida State when Florida State went out and won every game as well? I have no idea. It's It, it boggles the mind. Mm-hmm. Other than they beat Georgia. Congratulations. Congra- congratulations. Yeah. And then I, I like their coach's uh, return of that, of we had two power rivalries game nonetheless, but two power schools battling it out to say that we're not one of the best teams in the country still at this point. Mm-hmm. You've you got to be kidding me. Yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous so. in my opinion. But, you know, it's that's why I love college sports. It's the underdogs. It's the teams that don't get talked about a lot. You know, um, mm-hmm. I, I love college sports way more than professional because these kids are playing to get to the next level. Yes. That's no, why correct. I love I love college sports. I, so. I look at all the renovations. Obviously, we're close to, <clears throat> to UW, and I, I've seen all the reservation or not. Not, yeah, no, not UW, uh, WSU. Mm-hmm. And, and all the renovations that they've done, yep. the buildings they've constructed, the facilities that they've created for not only the sports teams, but the science department. Science uh, department's exploding there. Oh, yeah. Huge. Holy cow. So, but uh, there's all of this infrastructure going in there. How is this realignment going to affect all of those other programs that mm-hmm. Washington State offers to their students? They got to have money still coming in, and now they're not a part of this major these major conferences for football. Yeah, it's it's all going to depend on TV contracts. Um, unfortunately, ticket prices they're they're going to go up. I, I don't see how ticket prices aren't. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but everything's going up in the country right now. Uh, so you got that, you know, sweets. Um, Who's to say that they're not going to try to find some way of incorporating, um, I don't know, different kinds of sponsors to bring in? Uh, you know, you could see the potential for advertisement on the pants, on the jerseys. Maybe it depends on what kind of, of rules they have to follow. Right. I mean, so, but everything else is changing. Why not? Why not? It, it, it's coming. So... Um, let's segue out of that. Everything else yep. is changing. Everything's changing. We've got, we had snow up here in the Pacific Northwest. Um, for us week, briefly a week ago, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, created, created enough chaos on the roadways anyway. And now we're getting pounded with rain. Uh, I Googled this yesterday. One inch of rain equates to anywhere from 10 to 13 inches of snow. So a foot of snow. Mm-hmm. How much snow would we have had in the last two days had this been been snow and not rain? Right. I know in the last 24 hours, we've had 0.45% of rain on my job site. 
because I have to keep watch of this. Okay. The day before, it was 0.85. Wow. So a, a little over an inch and a half of rain in two days. That's a f- that's 18 inches of snow. Yeah. If it if it was, but luckily we had some some warmth that came through there. Yeah, yeah, and a little geez. tropical breeze for us mm-hmm. <laughs> to be this time of year and hit you know almost fifty. Woof! But that just sells the point of global of climate change. Oh yes, we gotta we gotta have it. We're 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 gonna burn up here. Yep, yep. It's so concerning that you know. Well, we know be- two years ago CNN got caught talking about. Um, talking about they're they're done with the COVID narrative. They they got to switch to something else, and mm. and and the climate change is what it's going to be. We're just going to we're going to hammer yeah. the point that we've got climate change. We've got to you know make these changes. We've got to put money in certain places. Then yeah. this is the propaganda that we're going to be changing to. Yep. CNN came out and told us what their game plan was, and wouldn't you know it? That's where we're at. Now we've got Hillary Clinton out there. That is like where well, there's been so many deaths because of all this heat that's been going on. This is this is the narrative now. The death rate for the heat. All it is is propaganda. The whole thing is. It's They're so worried crazy. about global warming and the oceans are rising, yet they're the ones on the beachfront property because they're the ones who can afford it. Mm-hmm. If they scare everybody else off the beach, hey, hey, look at my property value go up. Weird how that well, We works. had... Uh, what, what in the two thousands? The in the two thousands, Al Gore was out saying that the this. I don't remember what vid, what video it was, but he he was the one that promoted and, mm-hmm. and did you know did this video that um, this is the the last stretch of glacier that is known, and after this is gone, it'll never come back. I don't know where that clip came from of if mm-hmm. that what that ice log was that he was talking about. But then you show what he the actual area where he's at today, and there's it's ten feet tall of snow. Oh yeah, ten, you know ice covered. and, and gla- it's covered. Yeah, the the thing but about people don't want to see that. No, they don't want to see it. They don't want to hear about it. It's well, it's there's nothing much going on else going on, so they got to get behind something. I think genuinely people do want to help and make the world a better place when they leave. I think as a general rule. The human species wants to leave the place better. However. (laughs) However, if they were honest about what was actually going on, then we could could do that. Like, I'm going to borrow a cooler from you. You're like, oh man, it's it's up in the it's up in the attic of the garage. I don't. It might have some cobwebs in it. Whatever. I'm going to make sure that I wash it when I give it back to you. It's going to look better than what I got it. What you just said. I think most humans are. They want to do that, but. At least you were honest with me of what I'm walking into when I get this cooler. Yeah, I don't. We're there. We're not. We're not getting an honest answer when it comes to what is actually going on with climate change. What's actually going on with the river or the ocean water rising? Yeah. You know all this stuff. If if the ocean water was actually going to rise, and I don't know the name of this old man who who is always on the videos talking. Oh, yeah, losing his mind. Yeah, losing his mind. <laughs> Shut up, you bitch. <laughs> but he said, if if the ocean water was supposed to rise from all of this this glacier melting, mm-hmm. banks would not loan money out. Nope. They would not give money to you know London would be ten feet underwater. Yeah. So at some point he's like, I wish I would have come up with that scam before the vice president did. Yep. Those were his exact words. Exact. I think S- verbatim. So, 
people just don't want to see it. No, I, and they don't want to admit mind. they were wrong. Yeah, that as well. It's it's okay to say, yeah, I was wrong. But in this day and age, this culture, you know, you are completely chastised if you make one mistake. doesn't matter how many good things you do. You make one mistake, you're not going to be forgiven. So why even announce that you made a mistake? The next thing I'm going to bring up is just a little case of tyranny. But first, let's talk about these EatWorks Power Bars. Yes, get on to www.eatworkswrx.com and you can order a sample pack, but you won't need it. You'll just go ahead ahead and get the big box. Get the big box, jalapeno pepperoni pizza, the bacon cheeseburger. You're going to love them. They're phenomenal. They fit great in my go bags. They fit great in my little ammo pouch when I have on my, my plate carrier. They fit great in everything. If you're a trail rider, if you're a hiker, you're a fisherman, you're a golfer, they're a perfect little snack and full of 15 grams of protein. You're going to love them. Just take my word for it. Order the box. Get on to eatworkswrx.com. If you want to find out their story, military veteran owned, military veteran ran. If you want to know their story, click on the eatworks, our story, and you can watch how they came up with the idea. It's a it's a great story. Get on there, eatworks.com. When you place your order, remember to tell them a little extra Lambo sent you. I think you so, and I had a f- phone call today. I talked about three other people about this. It's the LT Defense. Mm-hmm. They so so uh, Jen. The owner of LT Defense, her and her partners, decided to pull themselves out of selling to the federal government. And in doing so, ATF then turned around and said, we want all of your records of sales to your customers. LT Defense said, go pound sand. So ATF didn't like this. Federal government didn't like this. So they went after the payment processors. So now is what happened is they have Square is now pressuring them to give over all of the records of who is their customers, who keeps buying. What are they buying? They want an itemized list. Again, LT Defense said, go pound sand. Are they getting notarized? Are they getting, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Acknowledgement for doing the right thing. Acknowledgement for doing the right thing. They did not give up your customers. Liberty safe. That's what they did. They gave up their customers' names, exactly what they ordered, the size of the safes. And now the government has all of this information on customers and, and you know, yep. usually it's for guns. Other, you know, other stuff goes in safes, but usually it's for guns. Typically. So now LT Defense does the right thing and they're not getting that notoriety, that acknowledgement that we did the right thing because people don't care if you do the right thing. No, they want to know. From, yeah, it's got to come from word of mouth and it's got to go through your community and your channels. The people you know and trust you got to go out there, push for them to get there. You know, go through the Facebook. Um, I noticed that you did. Mm-hmm. You posted something on Facebook. Yep, um, twice on my personal page as well as uh, um, my the extra Lambo Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's going to be the best way to fight it because people are turning off the news. Hundred percent. You know the. The national news market on both sides is going completely down. Um, you know, my wife turns on the news to watch the weather report. We get a kind of a local feel-good story here and there. They'll say something nationally, and 
she watches me go from zero to 90 in ballistic <laughs> in two seconds and goes, where can we find a college sports game going? I don't care what it is. <laughs> Let's watch volleyball, honey. <laughs> Something. <laughs> Something. Yeah. My dad. Um, because my... she she knows that I, I am involved and not so much involved, but I do pay attention. I, I do know what's going on. If she asks questions, she asks me, you know, because I, I look up things on my own, find out, try to do the research. I get to work early. That's kind of my time that I dive into what's actually being talked about, what's actually being reported. And so I try to become as educated as I can. So. And, and, it, and a lot of people just don't. No. They, they just want to. Tell me what to believe. Y- oh. Yeah. It's 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 Beyonce not even said, that it's it's they want to <laughs> they want to wake up they want to go to work they want to come home they want to kiss their wife they want to have peace they want to take the kids to whatever extracurriculars that they have going on mm-hmm. they will come home have a nice dinner put the kids to bed let's watch you know the the news or TV or whatever right before bed and then they go to bed that's mm-hmm. what they want that 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 sounds very peaceful and enjoyable it's peaceful it's very enjoyable. But it's that extra shit that I obviously have dove into head first, and that you know you do before work to try to catch up and understand, and you know what's what's the propaganda or what's really going on here. You know, it's always you hate to live your life like that of of looking for what's what's the real meaning. You're seeing the right hand. What's the left hand doing? Right. It, it's tiring sometimes. It is. It's it's exhausting, but that's what I've trained my my brain to do it's what's going on you know hey you know we're talking about this okay well while you guys are talking about this what's actually going on in congress what are these bills that are going in you know a lot of it is gun control right now Mm -hmm. very much so and i'm very pro second amendment (laughs) um we have uh I was pulling up the the post I did of Chris Ray. Mm-hmm. You you said you brought up Congress. Uh, FBI Director Chris Ray uh, just told a Senate Judiciary Committee that Congress must reauthorize the FISA F seven hundred two and must not impose a requirement that the FBI attain a search warrant before conducting backdoor searches of American citizens. Yep. Tyranny right there. People don't care. No, they don't care. Their life is hard enough worrying about how they're going to pay for groceries because they're not growing their own food anymore. A lot of them, you know, but I think uh, gardening's coming back. Um, I think people are starting to kind of take notice uh, the community of uh, being prepared and preppers, if you will. Um, it, it, it's growing. Uh, you hear all these talks about, uh, different celebrities are now learning how to grow their own food. They're putting money into bunker systems, um, buying stock in, uh, freeze dried food, uh, just different things that are coming up. Have you seen Kanye's? I'm not a fan of Kanye. Have you seen Conway's bunker? Mm-mm. So it's five, I think it's five or six igloos, basically, mm. that are underground. And then they've he's got this tunnel system going to and from each igloo. 
yeah. their each igloo is set up just a little bit different. Um, but it's all, you know, all prepared either way, but it, they're, uh, I thought it was really cool how, you know, you dug this hole. I love holes. You know this. <laughs> I want to bury a container. You want to bury anything and everything. <laughs> <laughs> but he did that. He, he got this plot of land, took yep. the grater, dug it down, put these igloos, connected them all up, and then covered it all up. Yep. Don't even know it's there. Yep. Except for the pipes coming through the. For ventilation. Coming through, the, stuff, yeah. through there. Yeah. 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 So, but, but what should people expect? You know, we're, we're talking about, I love holes and burying things. Mm-hmm. What should people try to do in that situation where if we are preparing and we have a bug out location, what should people expect during the winter in those, in those specific locations? Well, a couple things as far as winter goes, it, it's going to depend on, what zone you're in. Um, we are in the, uh, the Pacific Northwest. There is a snow belt just north of us um, that gets covered, and it get, gets fairly deep up in that area. Um, and I have, you know, some property kind of near a snow belt area. So I have to make sure that that place is completely prepared for if anything was to happen. So when you get up to that property, um, and most people are going to have, you know, some form of electricity, water, maybe even gas, that would be nice. Um, I'm not there yet working on it. <laughs> working on it. Working on it. So it, it, it's been a project of love and uh, been pretty much building it with the help of uh, some of my community members come up and helped a lot um but i think i've kind of taken the lead on other things that i have the ability to do being a construction worker so um yeah it's you're able to take that knowledge that you have and use it for for your growth and and property and community aspects so that it's a it's a great you know i had freedom stick on and said it's not about all of the gadgets and gizmos. No. They help. No, oh, 100%. It, it, it helps, um, I think, probably more even with the mentality of it, knowing that there is something there. There is a little bit of a... The stress may not be as high, you know. Um, but until that place is completely f- finished, you know, I am with my wife now and you know, family, and it's it's making sure my place now is prepared for each season. So um, the biggest thing for, and I think we might be a little bit behind, is, is coming up with a pre-planned notion of knowing what it's going to take, what are the potential things. Um, knowing if you're bugging in or bugging out, yeah. I think, is the is the number one. Yep, bugging in or bugging out. Um, let's kind of concentrate on the, the bugging in because I think that's probably where a lot of your listeners are going to be at that particular yep, point. I would, I would agree with that, yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm sure there is plenty of off-grid, uh, in quotes. <laughs> Air quotes. Uh, yeah, but they, they've probably already set this up and they've already kind of looked... So what probably you if you're at that point, you you yeah, have already gone of, through all this. Yeah, you've kind of already gone through this. It's 
probably kind of old hat. You know, you know where your your water is. You know how to, you know, insulate your pipes, your water pipes, so they don't freeze. You know how to drain them if you have to. You've got, you know, reason uh, ways to warm up snow. You got, you know, melt ice, collect rainwater. You kind of have that already processed. So I guess probably what you're more looking for is what what would you do if a scenario hits and you have nowhere to go through the winter season? You have a plan, but your plan requires you crossing a bridge that uh, isn't open until spring. A land bridge, regular bridge, whatever. Uh, something along those lines. So I'm assuming you're kind of wanting... Yes. Where we're at, yep. you know, with your home. So I think the first thing you're going to need to do is kind of evaluate your house or your apartment. Kind of pre-plan. What, what's it going to take? So you've been in your place. You understand air gaps. You know, is there cracks under your doors? Do you need to put weather stripping around your windows? Um, something to, to hold that cold air in. Or out, if you will. Um, and a lot of people, I will, I would tell, is find a common room area. So what I mean by that is maybe not your living room. Find your largest bedroom. That would be my suggestion. Find your largest bedroom because you're going to want to keep in that area. It helps with body heat to keep that room down. You're not heating up a large area, say a living room kitchen yeah you have food you have stuff you know you're able to move around more in those rooms but you're going to lose a lot of energy trying to keep those areas warm so typically the smaller the room the better i i like to go with a large bedroom just for the mental sake of it staying in an eight by eight bedroom can make you go stir crazy fairly quick fairly quickly so my my suggestion is always have an area planned as your largest bedroom, a place that you can go. Um, the next thing you're going to want is probably have a storage area, uh, a storage bin or a couple bins located that where you know where it's readily available. That if you lose power. Um, you lose lights, you can still find this. And that's where you're going to have your flashlights. Um, that's where you're going to have um, uh, all your kind of kit. Um, sorry, I wrote down a bunch of this stuff. Uh, wool blankets, uh, sleeping bags, first aid kit. Um, emergency radios, the hand crank radios are great because you're going to look for communications. Find out what's going on. If you lose power, um, which isn't uncommon up here where we're at, no, or in no. a or in an area where there's maybe high winds, high usually winds this time you of know, year, yeah, um, you can lose potentially lose your cell phone. You know, coverage on your cell phone. You could have a blackout area. That's probably not going to be the most common. It's Probably those batteries are going to die at some point, and then you're going to be wondering. Um, kind of, well, pretty much a hand crank radio is, I think, a 
a very important thing. Um, you're going to try to figure out uh, what you're going to need for um, general health care. Um, say a water pipe breaks, what are you going to do? How are you going to take care of yourself? Well, you, you're going to need to stay clean. You know, do you have the the body wipes, if you will? Uh, what are the dude wipes or dude wipes? Dude wipes, which you can. It's a basically a cloth shower, yeah, if you will. Do you have enough of those for your you and your family? You know, do you have a wife? You know, I do. I got to make sure that she has her needs met. And I just got a female dog. Well, you can call her what you want to call her. (laughs) Um, Right. And, you know, and it depends on how long um, things could go down for a while. You know, Um, everything from a couple days to say if you're down for a week, you might want to have some small bills and cash on hand to where you can make it to some kind of convenience store. And if the power is out, cash is very good. Um, you're probably not going to be swiping a debit card. No. Trying to get uh, and I think some we kind knew, of food. I don't remember. Um, I remember when the when the power went out up here in Spokane. We had trees all <clears> over. <throat> I lived up on the north side. Trees all over. Falling through houses. Falling through cars. Mm-hmm. It looked like an active war zone. I don't remember if how long the stores were down. I do know that the immediately, obviously... I don't remember if it was the next day or the day after, and then they brought in these generators for them, or they already had built-in generators. But I don't remember. I want to say most everything was was still cash for a yeah. while, for a couple of days, just because of the energy needed to run the machines and the connectivity they needed to run the machines. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you have a four-day window there that you might not have... You know, you might not have a, a, a slidable card reader. Right. So just like you said, having that, or you have a week's worth of food in your house for storage. Yeah. Yep. Does your food storage change for you depending on the season that you're in? <clears throat> um, in the fall, you know, uh, and taking into the winter, we have the vegetables that we had in the garden. Um, and even towards the end of uh, summer that season. So we do have a lot of fresh vegetables at that particular point. First in the spring, fresh vegetables are very hard to come by because we kind of run through them Mm -hmm. by that point. But um, at that point, you know, we're kind of on a lot of meat because we buy butchered, you know, pig or cow or whatever, and uh, we can hold on to that for quite some time so it 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 fluctuates but it's not a terribly big difference for us in my family how we do it i mean it always seem to have vegetables coming out of my ears somehow they're always on the countertop it's it's fortunate you have a wife with a green thumb (laughs) yes very fortunate mine likes to kill everything yeah so So we might look at some, you know, trying to figure out maybe how to grow in the winter. Um, that might be a next step for this this upcoming season, um, in the next phase of me continuing to grow and learning how to do things better. You know, always trying to learn, always trying to learn, get better. 
So, yeah. I think uh, I think one thing that might change are maybe your your drink options. You know, yeah, your your cocos. You know, per se, your yeah. hot teas, your you know stuff like that. It's still stuff that you might drink during the summertime, but not really that much. Coffee might be more of a necessity during the during the winter time. Mm-hmm. Um, but food wise, I would think like hearty, more heartier meals in the in the winter time, just because you're going to be sitting, but you need to make your your food last for you. Yeah. Is that something that, that you think might might play into how you store your food or what what you're storing? Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's 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 your calories, uh, rationing your calories, understanding what you what you have. Um, it's going to come into play. Uh, you know, a lot of things that uh, if if you are unable to go in, say you are snowed in, if you're in one of those areas that uh, it's a lot of snow. You're you're basically stuck. You you have everything. Still have electricity up to a certain point. Uh, hold on here. Well, you had the you had the that mountain resort in California. They got the one they in California. Got, yeah. They got all sorts of snow. Ten, 10 tw- 12 feet. Right. And they didn't have two days worth of food in those homes. No, they didn't have enough to sustain. They had to be. Emergency was it helicoptered out or something uh, like that. There was it a was, bunch of them, or they yeah. had to have uh, they had uh, the the plow trucks or not 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 plow trucks as we know it. They had the big uh, rototiller snow plows. Yeah. I, I don't know what you call that, but they had to order those in to clean the streets. Yeah. So yeah, I mean I get it. It's but so. You know, as far as that goes, if you're in that situation, what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to use your perishable food first, right? Mm -hmm. The stuff that's going to go bad first. Um, So you're probably going to be eating good here for a little while for the first little bit until, you know, later comes on. You're going to ration your portions, making sure that everybody has the minimum amount of calories they need to sustain, sustain. Uh, try to minimize your cook time on stuff, right? The less gas you use, the less wood you have. Um, if you're using a propane barbecue, propane heater, the the less amount that that goes, you know, if you have a wife who likes medium well steaks, you better get used to medium rare mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, just to save it. Um, if you have things that uh, baking, Baking is one of those other things where bake as as much as you can as fast as you can before that goes out. So you're still utilizing all the flour, sugar, baking soda, everything else you need. If you can have that ability to bake, try to get as much done um, as you can in that area. And if you're using your kitchen, try to move your, your sanctuary, you know, room try to tent that off if you can keep that heat keep that heat in there very important um what is what is a back in the old days lots of bread everybody had bread bread Mm. with meals bread at the last supper i mean every we we always had bread now bread doesn't (coughs) even last that long no 
maybe finding the books we were talking about knowledge before talking finding those books that gave you the old ways of making things such as bread the lost ways yeah the lost ways that series uh, you'll see them you know that that gentleman pop up quite a bit um yeah i'm i'm a big proponent of talking to grandparents um if you still have them and trying to get some of their knowledge what they what did they do growing up you know they didn't have tv or mm-hmm. you know a lot of them they're at that age now where they had just kind of radios growing up you know and it was or it was black and white tv and if howdy doody was on you were great until the president came on and then you were kind of screwed you was screwed <laughs> So I grew up with three stations. Yeah. If there was a storm over Great Falls, Montana, I could get a fourth. Oh, there you go. So I, I, yeah, it's really understanding what you're going to need. You know, you need to make sure that you have your food. Water is a big thing. You know, once the power goes out, try to fill your sinks, fill your bathtubs. Um, you can use that water for other things if you boil it, uh, even potable water for potentially drinking. You know, I don't know if you'd really want to. Mm-hmm. I think I think that at the beginning, your water is still going to be okay. What's coming through the system? Yeah. I think, but then after, you know, might it might be a question worth asking. But let's just say it's ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Ten minutes of constantly running. Eh, maybe not even that much. Maybe five minutes of just running that water through your system after that, then you might start having having some issues. But then that's understanding how to chlorinate your water, how yeah. to preserve your water. You know, I'm a big fan of that bladder in the bathtub. Yep. You have that bladder, that's probably still good for drinking. But then if you if you have um if you have the sinks and all that stuff, you can save that water for, for whatever else. Mm-hmm. So you can you can portion it up like that, but I love that bladder idea with the pump. Right. Yep. Absolutely. So um, I think you once you get a general grasp on, all right. Basically, we're going to really need food. We're going to have to have water. Um, you you got a room set up uh, with sleeping bags, wool socks. You can even put a tent in that room. That will even help more if you sleep. Uh, when you sleep, sleep in a tent in the bedroom. That sounds funny, but... Yeah, it, keeping that heat in one place. It, you're minimizing everything, and it's always better to put on many thin layers of clothes rather than one big giant coat or whatever. Um, many thin layers uh, has always been better. Uh, yeah. When you have these conversations, do people look at you sideways? Some do. Um, some do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> even even with my own kids. I, I We've gone over the scenarios. We mm-hmm. lived through the, the seven days. I think we were actually eight days of without power. So they've, they've lived through it. They understand these things that we had to do. And, mm-hmm. we, and we were already prepared not prepared for that situation, but we already had food storage. We had water. We had other, you know, we had enough to block off the room for one room. And mm-hmm. we did that. 
But it's you. You talk to people, and they're they're like, "No, that would never happen." Yeah, that that that'll never it, happen. It, Don't worry it, about it. It never happens. It never happens. What's going on in Seattle right now? They're they're getting flooded out right now in yeah, Seattle. Ask how many of those people are prepared for that situation? Ask anybody in the state of Texas a couple of years ago. Texas, <laughs> Southern California had snow. Yeah, just they had a complete power outage for how long were they down? Because they were on their own grid. Fourteen days. Yeah, something like that. And we know that our our power grid is just, we're at 98% 98 capacity, and it's the oldest electrical system in the world. Yeah. They're they're talking about solar flares, which I wanted to bring that up with you about the the dark winter. Mm. They're pushing us, they're pushing um, through the news and the media and our, our leaders, in air quotes, we could be without internet exclusively just internet, not power, mm-hmm. which to me, it's it's hand in hand. If you lose the internet at some point, you're losing power as well just because of the similarities in the systems. Yeah. Why, why just internet exclusively in this dark winter? Joe Biden was talking about a dark winter. We haven't had that dark winter yet. No. And now they're pushing this upon us. Now we know that there's these solar flares that are starting to be pushed out from this, you know, from the sun mm-hmm. that is going to affect our power grid. What are your thoughts on on this stuff that's being pushed upon us, and how should the people? I guess I guess I'm going to tie the two together of why I asked if people look at you sideways, because if people would actually just think about this solar flare, the dark winter, the loss of internet and electricity, if they would just think about it and have a plan. How do you think people would respond better once once these things happen? Yeah, um, I don't know if your people are going to ever respond better. It, it's similar to that how we started our conversation. People just want to go home, you know, turn on the TV, have a nice deal, not pay attention to anything, and then something happens and they're completely shocked. Can you believe what you know? Oh, you know, this country had a tsunami, those poor people. Oh, why had a fire? You know, what are they going to do? I'm sorry, we're in the Pacific Northwest. We have volcanoes. Volcanoes? <laughs> there are earthquakes that happen up here. They have. They have. Uh, I think me and my wife may have started one of them. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's, uh, I, I, it just kind of, to me, it blows my mind. It, it was like the one of the first conversations I had with, you know, my now wife. It was, if I don't do everything in my power to make sure that you and the kids are protected, that's on me, and I'm not okay with that. That's just a personal choice that I made as being a protector. That's what I, you know, that's what I strive to be. I want my wife to live a long, happy life. I want my kids to, you know, find somebody amazing and get married and have their own kids. And I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that happens. Whether that be, I plan for a solar flare. I plan for an EMP. I plan for a flood, a natural disaster of some sort. I want that to be on me and... Not a lot of people want that extra responsibility, mm-hmm. and and really, it's not. You're just you're just thinking about it. You're yeah. putting a scenario. What would happen if? 
Yeah. Well, what, what, how do we respond as a family? What would we need for this situation? Mm-hmm. I, I wish a lot more people would think about it. And I was having a conversation with a buddy of mine at work about people just driving. How people in a situation, they just panic when something happens and they just slam on their brakes and then that causes a ripple effect for everybody else behind them. Mm-hmm. If they would have just put maybe two seconds of thought before that situation happened, people come up beside you on both sides and are passing on both sides, very easily one of them is going to cross in front of you or they're going to crisscross or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. If you would just put just two seconds into thinking that maybe this is going to happen and then when it happens, it doesn't catch you off guard. If more people would just think about these situations, an EMP, um, natural disaster, earthquake, blah, blah, blah. If yeah. they would just put a little bit in the thought of how is my family going to respond? What do we need to be prepared for that? Then once it happens, they're not going to be caught off guard. They're already going to have some thought. You don't have to write everything out. You don't have to have a detailed plan. You don't have to have everything worked out perfectly. Just just think about it. And what would you do? I just want to cut in real quick and remind everybody about the family aid that we are trying to do for our friend Gray. He passed several weeks ago, and we're still trying to help the family out with extra expenses that have popped up. If you want to help, get on to VandyStreet.com. She has the Gray State-inspired tumbler. It's a black tumbler with the Gray State Mafia mask that, that Dave wore, and it is an awesome tumbler. It's 20 ounce. You order it, and uh, proceeds will go to the family, as well as if you want to go to SaintsAndSinnersHatCo.com, Michael Three Rows has a Gray State inspired hat one is a flat bill one is a curve bill and if you order one or both you they are will be great christmas presents both people are going to give a donation to the family and it will help with funeral cost and whatever costs is incurred since dave's passing so if you would like to help help the family out go to vandystreet.com or saintsandsinnershatco.com. Both will be in the prologue of the show if you'd like to just click in there. But they are great. I have both. I love both. I use both daily. And there will be great Christmas presents. This is for Dave. If you want to help out with the family, please go to these websites. Thank you. Yeah, but that's the thing is you have to talk to your your family also. Hey, if anything, just... Yeah, I know, you know, I chalk it up as, hey, your crazy dad, you know, the crazy man in the house, you know, if something did happen, what room are we going to use? Well, we'll use that one because, you know, okay. I'm trying to imprint it in their head. That, and I, and I think it, it for my family, it, lessens their stress if they're in a situation that they are unfamiliar with knowing that i have thought about that if something ever was to happen heaven forbid you know that concert in vegas perfect example where are your exits Mm -hmm. you know we walk into a place hey where's the exits okay now they're they're starting to do it hey exits are over there Perfect. Yep. Where, where are you sitting at the table? Where's yeah. your back turned? Exits. Where's the bathroom? 
Yeah. Where's the safest place to, place to stand? Can in I earthquake? throw this table? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It. It. You know. And everything sounds good in 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 theory. And uh, you know, when I do some sec- security work, and you know, you're you're always. I'm always trying to do the right thing that I feel is the right thing. I try to protect people as best I can. And yeah, it's, there's been times where it's like, okay, well I stopped, a, you know, something potentially that could be horrific. Oh, here I am. Now I'm getting subpoenaed as a witness. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to be subpoenaed, but <laughs> I stopped something from potentially going severely yeah. wrong. Yep. Yeah. Hundred percent, and you know there is kind of a, a ease in my mind knowing that I potentially could have saved someone's life. My my daughter sends me a text one day about there's a there's a guy where at the place where she works there's a guy in here says he's going to start shooting up the place. Mm-hmm. Drop what I was doing in the truck. I'm on my way up there. Mm-hmm. They said they called the police. They were on their way. But where are they coming from? Yeah. Right? I, I'm not going to risk my daughter getting shot up by somebody. No. And I just stayed at home and continued making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Right. I got there as I got there actually before the police did. And then they rolled in right behind me. But then I got, my mind got to thinking, well, what if I'm the one walking through the door? Obviously, I have my gun on me. What? And then, then they think it's me. You know, we can work that stuff out later. But... That situation of uh, not allowing other people you love to get hurt, and it didn't really matter what what my plan was to to go on. I'm not going to allow that to happen, especially right. my daughter. She was no. in she was in need right there, not knowing what to do. Some guys tell him she's going to they're going to sh- she he this, this guy's going to shoot the place up. Yeah, and at that point you're you're hoping all the 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 crazy dad talk kicks in to where she oh, knows did. where it, to it go. It did, you know. They like, actually locked him inside the yeah. building, and they everybody else got out. So, which I thought that was that was fairly smart of them to to do. It's just stuff they yeah. they can they can replace whatever. You're not replacing those lives. No, no. So, but <laughs> but it's that talk. It's that sideways it's, look. It's, it's the sideways. Oh, oh here we are. Oh, oh you're yeah. one of those. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh a thinker of God. situations. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's me. Sorry, brain's always going. Sorry, yeah, you know, that's hey, what it is. You let me know when when you need help. Yeah, you know, and I, yeah, I've, and it's you're one of the first ones they call. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, what would you do in this situation? Yeah. Well, <laughs> are you are you, you being my serious? Or are you wanting to be? You know, I'm I'm a big note taker. Yeah, you know I, that. I see your notebook. What else? What else do you got in that thing? <clears throat> so I know we are talking about the the winter preps and so i wanted to make sure that i was getting everything you know kind of covered up on what i i'm back i'm back i'm back wanted to make sure that i had everything squared away um my community i tried to make notes of what people are going to be talking about different conversations when we get together and making notes for future plans um what's being discussed so we can always go back in those notes and i can have them um 
give them to the guys. They have a question if, you know, hey, did so-and-so talk about, you know, what kind of solar generators were we talking about? And what about vehicle preps? You know, what what should I have in my vehicle? Um, something that I can pull up and go, all right, yeah, yeah, we talked about this on that date, and this is all the stuff we should have, you know. Make sure you have the jumper cables, you have a, a snow shovel, a way to dig out. You have freeze-dried food available to last a little bit. Some bottles of water is always good to have under your seat. You know, a way to defend yourself if something ever happens, a way to keep yourself, you know, warm, solar blanket, stuff like that. Your your group. I love my group. You don't have to give up uh, any information. Last time we talked, though, we talked about... <clears throat> adding new people Mm -hmm. you have had some time now since the last time we had you on yeah what has changed in how you look at a community at the community aspect obviously that's uh in a in a in a work in progress situation and it will be forever you know um there's there's guys that will come kind of come and go they might get what they want and then they move on which is fine um, and then there's, there's a bond that gets built between men and I, and I liken it to like a small group at church to where you're part of the big group. You're part of a, a community of uh, the human race that wants to survive, thrive, um, be productive, make the world a better place. But you have that group that you can bounce ideas off of. Um, that they're there for you. They're going to give you a rash of shit, but they I do think it. It's all in good fun. They do it out of love. There is no, you know, ill will meant behind it because we're all learning together. We're all trying to become better fathers, better leaders, better husbands. Um, and I, I noticed um, there was a little bit of time where uh, my group didn't get together for like a, a month and a half. And I felt it. I really felt it. I was like, I looked at my wife. I'm like, I, I, I need the guys. I need to just have other guys who think along the same line as me and refresh myself. I was getting kind of. Ho-hum, started kind of meandering about other things, and then, you know, I kind of, you watch the news, and you're like, oh, man. I think it was kind of when uh, the Hawaii fires happened, and Hawaii um, was right along that time, and it was like, oh, what should I talk Shoot, I haven't talked to the guys in long, I'm like, oh, this is crap. We got to get everybody <laughs> together. I, I, I didn't handle it well. I was going very stir-crazy, and. You know, my wife does very well listening. She understands my my thought process that I'm there. I'm always thinking of protecting her, the kids. But, you know, there's times where I overwhelm her. <laughs> like, okay, sounds good, sweetie. Do you want me to bake cookies or not? It's <laughs> like, all right, yeah, we're not on the same plane yet, which is good, you know, because I, I need that side of me to, to tune me down a little bit sometimes. You have to do. You, do you constantly reassure her that 
We're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. Uh, in, that, in that, like, you know, you know, you, I think you have military background as well. Mm-hmm. I think as far as you being the judge of where we are at in this grand scheme of things of, you know, and I've said for a while now, we're not in the, we're not in a war of lobbing missiles and grenades and all that no. stuff right now. No. Yet. We're in ones and zeros. That's our battle right now. Mm-hmm. Ones and zeros, programming, code, electronic, um, warfare, communication. That's that's the warfare we're in. I think most people can handle that situation if they're if they're plugged in. Mm. But I think a lot of people might start losing their brains, might start melting if missiles and grenades and gunfire start launching off. Yeah, they're just going to go. But as far as you having that military background, I think you're going to see that before it happens to be able to... I would like to think so. ...either pass on to your group or at least just your immediate family of... Yeah. Hey, we're not there yet. Be, yeah. We're, be good. Be good. You know, yeah. keep we're your okay. heart good. <laughs> keep your heart good. Keep understanding there is faith in humanity. You know, there are still good people out there. And I try to find those good people and if they fit something similar um then i'll try to kind of maybe meet one of the group members outside of our group and if they meet a couple of them then maybe bring them to the group then afterwards we we talk about it um it to me it's very important that we all talk about it and everybody agrees everybody's a team because if one of us goes down somebody else is going to be stepping right up you know heaven forbid i get taken out by a drunk driver I don't want all the work that I've put in protecting my family and my friends in the group that, I, you know, I've kind of helped build. I've helped build it, you know. We've all built it together. But I don't want that to die with me. I don't want me to be just the central glue in anything. You know, I'm just part of the... I'm part of everybody. I want to be part of everybody. I want to hear everybody's opinions. You know, sometimes they're great opinions. Sometimes it's like, yeah. <laughs> but I want to hear those opinions. Um, so, you know, there there are different things that, I, that I've been looking for as far as our group uh, goes. Um, I noticed uh, some time ago that our group was... We didn't have somebody millennial-ish young in our group. Um, So I was looking for kind of somebody a little bit younger. Um, Somebody kind of mechanically inclined. I mean, I do okay. Um, There's another member of our group that does fairly well with vehicles and stuff, but probably not going to build an engine. So that was something I was looking for. Uh, And something else I was looking for was ironically was somebody that could, would did well at heights didn't have a fear of heights i know a lot of our group is you know not going to be scaling trees and elevated positions and i think i found somebody and and i hope our our group starts bringing other like-minded guys that that will fit in you know what are the different aspects that you're trying to add in from the last time we talked, you had um, security. You had uh, somebody that handled your food. Um, 
supply run people, stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. just the, your basics. So now that in this conversation, what are you, what are you wanting to grow into? Or is it kind of like as presented as, as those people present us, then we can know where we can add them into, or are you actively searching to fill those spots? I think it, it, for me, it's going to be a case by case, probably going to, be presenting itself. Uh, an individual becomes a friend of one of the group members. Um, you know, as much as you don't really want to talk about Fight Club, sometimes you kind of accidentally talk about Fight Club. You know, a little bit, if you will. <clears throat> if that's, I think it's if that's yeah. your if that's your personality and that's a passion of yours, then talking no talking about Fight Club is how you is what you do. But knowing when to stop talking mm-hmm. about Fight Club is, I think, uh, is a is a good personality trait. Very much so. Um, you're not going to give away details, map routes, um, communication signs, different things that your group knows individually and team-wise. This is what we do as a team. <laughs> and... Once that person kind of becomes, you know, accepted, find a spot, you know, for them. What what are their talents? What are they good at? Um, are they somebody just that fits in with, uh, say, uh, the food storage? It's really good at taking notes, um, can keep track of... Uh, expiration dates you know that's something that they're extremely gifted at good at rotating okay well then let's get them with the food person are they good with coming up with um, hygiene stuff uh, and thinking about you know latrines and you know using pop cans to to filter out different scenarios it's it, it, I think it's just going to be a case-by-case case basis. Who you, who you kind of stumble across. Yeah. I think if you go out there directly looking for somebody in particular, there is a chance you may miss another great opportunity to talk to somebody else. That could be a better fit for you. I would think in, in the grand scheme of things, you know, once you get your base group set up, having somebody who understands electricity solar panels um having understands water and filtration um maybe even chemicals mm-hmm. because you don't know what people are putting in upstream nope. we might need to f- have a a chemical person to understand what's in the water or what's being sprayed upon us by the government or you know whatever whatever, whatever conspiracy but I, I you know i think that's that would be you know kind of the discussion that you'd have with your group of of what you're looking for going forward but you don't want to push no. thinking that's going to be a great person to have it, it's going to take lots of of communication yeah, but because you don't want to miss yeah because there there could be oh that's going to be a great person then you overdo it you know, then it's it, a little, it, little then, crazy. Then you're forcing that person instead of them wanting to learn and come be a part of something. 
you know, there is that potential for, well, they came, they came looking for me. So that entitled deal, I think I've made uh, a good group of individuals that aren't entitled. They understand what we're trying to do. They want to be a part of a, a group of guys that love each other, support each other, have different skill sets, and they're okay with that. They're okay with admitting that, hey, maybe I'm not good in this area, but that guy is, so I'm going to sit back and let him take lead on this. You ever th- What's the difference between your group, and I'm not just singling out your group, I'm right. just in like a community aspect, and a militia? I think a militia goes in potentially with um, more of a militant uh, aspect. A militia, uh, in in my head, how I visual it, is, you know, the militia was based on fighting off and defending your land that you were taking. And so they were more focused on just military strategies uh, than maybe uh, looking at more of a long, long-term solution for a community. So it's more of, okay, yeah, we're just going to fight off everybody. Okay, well, that's great. Now you've killed everybody. Now, now what? what? I so you're that's... kind of in the middle of a cult and a militia <clears throat> somewhere. You've got you to be able to, to have that group. Maybe, and I, and I mean cult, but like a, a cult has a following, but mm-hmm. you're kind of following in, in the community aspect, you're following each other, not one person, yeah. but it is, you're, you're all moving towards the same, right. the same being, but yet you're not, let's just kill everybody and yeah, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> you're somewhere in the middle yeah, there. You're, you're going to have to establish trade. You're going to have to establish you know, routes and community of water storage, you know, it's, you're going to have to work with other people outside of your group at some point, you know, you're not going to be the very last people on earth, your little group, because hopefully you have some pretty women, hopefully, (laughs) you know, and you're young enough, (laughs) but I don't know. I just, I have a hard time seeing. I think my group would be able and willing to defend. Um, I think at some point we need to maybe even talk a little bit more strategically on how to kind of defend different areas depending on where we're at. I think we've done a great job with it, but we can always learn. Um, I think if you're not involved in that mm-hmm. situation of, of constant training, everybody can learn. Yeah. Yep. And it's, it's you know, I try to uh, come up with different things, uh, you know, some military-issued um, theories, uh, and then just basic general housekeeping theories. How do you keep everybody involved, everybody positive? You know, what are you going to do with no internet, no TV, and you have young kids that have never lived in that world? You're going to be great poker players. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with poker. Nothing wrong with card games. High, high low, anything. Dad? High, high low? Yeah. little five-card draw? Yeah. 
How I I was having a conversation with a buddy of mine the other day, and he's got property up in northern uh, Washington State. And the conversation went, how do you feel? What, what did I ask him? I asked him in in the state of Washington. Obviously, we have a we have a, a Democrat governor. It's probably never going to change from that. It's probably only going to get worse than what we have right now. Potentially, but potentially, yeah. And we have the this fifteen minute city aspect that people the the our government does not want us on our own. They don't want us growing our own gardens. They don't want us growing our own food, i.e., beef. Cows, pigs, you know, no, they're all that stuff. Breaking into Amish communities and you know finding out what they're growing. So, Oof. so my question to him was, <clears throat> was why Washington State first off? But do you think it's actually going to get to that point where being out and isolated away from Spokane, Seattle? tri-cities those bigger populations mm-hmm. you're away from there do you think it's actually going to come to that that they're going to start burning you out of that area or finding some reason to arrest you quarantine you etc cetera, etc cetera. do you think mm. we'll ever get to that point and i don't know if he really answered that question what are your, what are your thoughts on on that if we would ever get to that situation i think if we I, I have a little bit of a difficult time seeing us getting that in our kind of lifetime now. You know, I'm kind of almost on the backside of my lifespan now. And I got another hundred years, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe through AI, but nah. but I do see that as a legit possibility. I think they will. Um, I think those 15-minute cities that you were talking about, and we had briefly talked about last time on that, uh, when you had me, was... uh, I can see it starting in kind of the... the, Maybe not the the largest cities, but the medium-sized cities. I think Spokane, uh, Boise. Well, Spokane is one of the 10 starter cities of the smart city, 15-minute city. Yeah. You had Philadelphia, San Jose, Chicago, Portland, and at the bottom of the list, then those are all major cities. Right. The bottom of that was Spokane, Washington. I have a harder time with the bigger cities because I think they're already Democratic run and owned. I mean, you look at what the, the that party has done to San Francisco. Portland. Look what it's done to Cleveland. Portland, Cleveland, Chicago, Seattle. They've already gotten control of that, mm-hmm. and they have gotten it. It it's heartbreaking just to to Portland's go. a beautiful city. Oh, it was. We we yeah. I played I played ball over there when I was in college for a summer, mm-hmm. and and beautiful, oh, green everywhere, luscious. You didn't really see the home. That was twenty twenty years ago. Yep, and it is nowhere near what it was. No, nope. nowhere near. Nope, I played a little ball over there too, and I I built a, a women's clinic over there in construction. I was over there for almost a full year, right smack downtown, twenty five years ago. I mean, it was a gorgeous city, and to go through it now, it's just devastating. It blows my mind that that's where it's at, but that's where it's at, and I don't know if it if there's a way to get it back without inciting some kind of 
tyrannical law system of curfews and everything else. You know, I, I, I have a hard time seeing it. Um, cause I think a lot of the, the morals have gone from that place. Now, as far as, uh, different 15 minutes cities in Washington, I think there is potential for, um, them to try to get put out incentives to get everybody to move into these 15 minute cities. I think that's what they're going to try first is to incentivize it. It's going to be easier. You don't need to worry about this. You don't need to worry about that. Um, whatever that is, school systems, M- money will be um, the number school one. systems, pharmacies, medical, you know, um, groceries, everything is close provided for, um, you won't go green, you know, or you will go green. You'll save the environment. They're going to do everything to push people to get there. And I think a lot of people will be doing that that's certain, uh, that lifestyle because they don't have to think. The final segment of the show will be brought to you by Trenant. Get on to trenaunt.com backslash Sinman. Check out all of those great products. Christmas is right around the corner, and you can get some awesome combo packs. You can get the daily facial cleansers that are for both men and women. And let's just be honest, men, we could do a lot better getting ourselves clean and getting the best skin that money can buy. Get on to trenaunt.com backslash Sinman. Check out Glow. Check out Nourish. Check out the Balance and Boost and the Enrich and Renew packs. They will be great stocking stuffers. Or if you just want to try it out on your own, get on to Trenaut.com backslash Sinmin, C-I-N-M-I-N, and tell them a little extra Lambo sent you. <laughs> kind of been the theme of our conversation yeah, today. Pretty much. People is, don't have to think about what is actually going on. Um as far as the outlying cities, I don't see them partic- particularly trying to um, unless they are kind of that town size, if you will. Not city size yet, but that town size. I could see town size uh, was around uh, like a town around <sighs> Ritzville, I guess, would be a, a town area. I could see them doing something... Polluting the water, maybe. Uh, I don't even think you have to go there. No. I think digital ID is, is the next step, and it's all going to be through this. Our phone. I'm holding up my phone. If you don't have this, you're not getting your prescription drugs. No. If you don't have this, you're not no. getting your internet because you're going to need this to log into the internet. Mm. If you don't have this, are you getting electricity? Are you... You know, anything of basic needs that if you are not 100% fully established to live off grid on your own, that's how they're going to drive all of these small communities into that city. Because everybody gets older, you got to have some sort of pill to to keep living. Eventually, you're going to run out of food. And then what? We're all hunting the same deer. And that's only going to last for a little bit. And it's only going to last for so long. And then if they pollute the water. If some disease goes around that, well, we killed a deer, can't eat it, it's polluted. Yeah. It's got some disease. It's going to drive that. All that's there. They don't, all they got to do is sit and wait. Yeah. And I think that drives them in there because they don't and have this ID. Possible. 
Now, here's the thing that's something, you know, not a lot of people think about because I've heard people talk about, you know, well, how come, you know, the homeless isn't in surrounding areas, out, you know, and I think it is, but I think it's harder to count them and you don't see them because they're living by the trees. They're back in the forest. They've got their own shelter there. They're just not in the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, no, I, mean, I agree with that. I know even in like a, a town like Reardon, it's a smaller town. <clears throat> there's homeless out there. There is. And you see their little their little camps that are out yep. there. Yep. But number one, they're not bothering anybody. Nope. Number two, they you barely know they're there unless you're absolutely looking. Right. Which I think is the biggest thing because you go down down Seattle. Oof. I mean, San Francisco, Seattle, Portland, they're, it, they're it's, everywhere. It's walking dead. These people, these folks are so strung out on anything that they just, they look like zombies. It's, it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Do you think that they wanted COVID? Do you think COVID when they, when they released it, was it supposed to kill the homeless? Was, do you think that might be in their, was in their plans? I don't know if it was killing the homeless so much as convincing people that they need to rely on the government more. They already have the homeless. The homeless already, in in the state we live in, in Washington State, they already get paid from the government. The homeless does. There is no incentive for them to to get a job. They can make more money doing nothing. Just doing whatever, you know, doing petty theft or, you know, getting high. They're still going to make their money. They have homeless shelters to go to because they're provided for. There is no incentive, so they already ha- the government already has the homeless. So, in my opinion, wouldn't they want the homeless to just be gone so they wouldn't have to pay that money? If it, I mean everything, everything goes back to money. Well, yes, everything and, does and go funding. Back. So if they don't have to have have to deal with the homeless, then. That's just one less one less mouth to feed, kind of. But also, I think they might, and I, it, we will never know that answer. No. Like, I think we can agree on that. Yes. But they, I think that they missed the mark. Going well, the homeless are not dying at the rate that other groups are, and they're the most unclean, unsanitary, close quarter living conditions, mm-hmm. unstable living conditions. But yet, they're not dying. No. Why? If COVID is so contagious and so bad, why aren't the homeless dying? Yeah, and I, and I see your, your, your question, and I don't know. I, I have a hard time with that because, to me, like I said, they, they, the government already has the homeless. You know, they already have the ones who are addicted to everything they provided for. They're the ones who are going to get... You know, your your sanitary diseases that potentially could spread into others. And now the others have to go get taken care of. I think it was trying, to, COVID was trying to get people to um, wear masks, to get facial recognition ID, better equipped on how to ha- handle that. I think it was... Uh, used as a way to 
put a bigger wedge between people, get them arguing. And to me, it worked. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> it worked. Um, yeah, I just, to me, it they already have the homeless. Why would they do anything when they're going into these cities? I think if you're 15-minute cities, if they come at you and say, hey, this 15-minute city here, we're not going to have homeless in there. It's another incentive. Let the homeless get so bad that people are going away because they're just tired of it. They're tired of people banging on their windows when they parked at a red light waiting for it to turn green. I think it's going to be an incentive. Could could be. I can see that. Yeah. That's just me. I'd, you know, I, you're not the I, only one with <laughs> the thoughts. <laughs> with thoughts. And I that's where they fucked up though. When it came to COVID, they thought everybody was just going to watch Netflix and chill. Get, you know, pop popcorn, make brownies, watch Netflix. Yeah. But people people got tired of doing that and they started researching. And a lot yeah, more people th- started waking up and communicating than they ever intended. I, th- I think it, it started going haywire when they're watching the people that are saying stay home. They're watching them on the news. Now it's getting reported that Pelosi went to the hairdresser, Gavin Newsom. He had this big giant party. It's like, wait a minute, aren't you? Are you supposed to be us leading to us? Home? Yeah. You're supposed to be our leader. Why are you special? Mm-hmm. Well, don't worry about why I'm special. Don't worry about why my guards have guns. We don't need to, you know, you don't need them. I do because, you know, I'm I'm a leader. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, or, or, or fences and works. walls yeah. around that's, their houses. But you, you, we don't need a border wall. Yeah. No, no, no. We're, you're, you're safe. You're fine. Yeah. I need one from my house to protect me and my family. Right. Right. So, yeah, that, that definitely opened all of that up. And, um, yeah. you know, we're, we're going to have another one around the corner. They've Probably. already planned for event 2025. They've already gone over all the scenarios. They know what they can get away with. They know who the, the group that's going to comply right off the bat with whatever's going to happen. Once event 2025 comes, I believe that's when the dark winter is going to start. Which is potentially, you can't say it's not going to happen. It, it's, it, it's, 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 a, <laughs> if you start connecting dots, am I, do I wish I was wrong? Do I? No. Do I hope I am wrong? 100%. Yeah. Because I don't want that upon my friends and family. No. But I'm going to be the loudest voice because history tells us that when they tell us what they're going to do, they're going to do it. Yep. And they've told us what they're going to do. It's just we need to figure out at what time. Yep. And I'm just going to sit here and keep trying to be prepared. That's that's and that's, you know, that's all I, I can do. I wish more people was like that. Yep. Just try to be a friend. When you give advice, mm-hmm. and I might have asked you this last time too, but I'll ask you again. Cool. When you give advice, where do I start? What do you tell them? I no. Let me let me let me back that up. I don't have enough money. Mm-hmm. Where do I start? Okay, that's that's. So somebody comes up to me says, "Hey, I'm I'm I'm." I'm starting to open my eyes and I can see a lot of things going on. I don't, you know, I want to make sure I'm prepared. You know, um, even people that are like, well, I don't think, you know, the government's going to provide. It's like, 
uh, FEMA even tells you to have a three-day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the city of New York was yeah. handing out go bags. Yeah. It, it's Even the government's telling you to be prepared. Or, you know, the, the, the ones that make me laugh is, you know, I, I am a Christian. I, I do go to church. I'm very involved. It's the Christians that are like, oh, God will provide. Do you not remember the story of David when he, you know, was reading dreams and told the king that <laughs> you need to set aside some stuff because there's going to be dark times coming ahead? It's like, uh... Yeah, God, God is there telling yeah. you, you need to start preparing. Yeah. If it's on your heart, you know, there's a reason why, you know. Um, so, it depends on what they come to me with. Um, if they come to me saying, I don't have a lot of money... But I'm I'm concerned. Okay, I can set them down and I can break it down for them. Um, I'll I'll probably uh, you know directly. Do you listen to podcasts? And I know you did the one on the dollar store. Dollar store prep. It's a great way to start. So you always want to go. So you always want to start um, probably with a dollar store, something that uh, food that can last three days, canned food, you know, go buy an extra, you know, when you go to the grocery store, just get an extra can of soup. Just one can. doesn't have to be anything. Next time you go, get get a thing uh, of salt, you know. Just slowly work then build them up from there. So that's how I would start out with um, with folks that are wanting to, they're, they're being concerned, but they don't have a lot of money to start out with. Um, a lot of the people that actually come help me or ask me questions, they're kind of, they're not on, you know, they have an extra 50 bucks a month or 100 bucks a month. Okay, well, where are you at? So it, it's a sit-down conversation of what do you have? Do you have a place for water, your food, um, clothing for for winter, um, clothing for summer? Where are you at on hygiene? Where are you at on protecting yourself? Is a gun an option for you? If it's not an option, there's other things out there. Rather than guns, if if you are just absolutely against them, that's fine. But what are you going to use to protect your house? What are you going to use to protect your family? Are you okay with a bow and arrow? Are you okay with a knife? Bow and arrow, sword. Uh, yeah, how big samurai of a knife? Sword. I mean, <laughs> samurai sword. <laughs> um, Which Ninja Turtle do you want to be? Yeah. So I think to me, it's a case by case. Um, I do have a lot of guys that, uh, will ask me questions on, on gun related topics. I'm, I'm semi knowledgeable. I, I enjoyed shooting them. I enjoy, um, building them, cleaning them, whatever. <laughs> I can't really build them now in my state, but, but those are some knowledge I enjoy. of knowing how to do yeah, it. The knowledge of it. Um, so to, it, it's it's literally a case by case basis. Where are you at? Have you do you have enough stuff for three days? 
You do? Great. How about three weeks? Okay, well, let's help you get there. You know, write out a list, a plan, work on it. You know, say it gets nine months for them to be able to get enough stuff for three months. Okay, now they're at, you know, three months. They've already passed three weeks, you know. What's the next step? It's always the next step. Do you guys have a community? Do you, you know, now that you're up to three months of stuff that you're okay with, that's kind of about the limit to where now you're going to start needing help in a community. What are you looking for? What kind of group are you looking for? Are you going to build a group? How does your family feel about this? Does your family even know about this? Are they, you know, are you the only one where everybody's counting on you to save them? You know, I have some friends that think that they're just going to come and We're just going to go over to your place. Yeah, and they're going <laughs> to no. be in for a very rude <laughs> awakening. <laughs> I am preparing my family and my friends and my group. That's it. If you're not in there, sorry, I wish you luck. Do you got something to barter? We can talk then. No? Okay, well, best of luck to you. Maybe that next group, you know. So I think it, it's definitely a case-by-case basis as far as helping. But I'm more than willing to talk, obviously. The <laughs> easiest way to find you is on uh, <clears throat> Facebook, Prepared Mutual Friend. Yep. Um, posts, messages, direct messages. Yep. Slide into his DMs, <laughs> and uh, it's the first time and, everyone yeah, ever yeah. said that about me. Yeah, baby, <laughs> slide them in. Um, you know, ask him any question, and uh, or you can point him in the right direction. Yeah, you know, and I, I've always said if I don't have the answer, I will put you in the direction that somebody will give you the right direction, the yeah. the, the right answer. Yeah, because we need people on our side. You know, it it it's heaven forbid there be there becomes a time where. You know, somebody's out there who's like-minded that was a little bit behind and they get lost, you know, that they could help somebody. Mm -hmm. That would just be awful. That would be awful. Terrible. So. One question I have is is we're, you know, we're we're setting up for that nine, I believe nine months. If you can hold out in your home for nine months, you're going to outlast 95%, 99% Ninety-five percent, ninety-nine percent, yeah, of everybody else out there, at least, yeah. It's gonna, it's going to have to be the perfect situation, though, of people not trying to break into your home, people not wanting to fight you, shoot you. There kill will be you. a time you will have to defend things. You will have to defend your That's, home. There, there is no nice way of saying it. Let's say you have to leave, though. And you have nine months worth of food. You have supplies. You have extra everything. What are you taking if you have to leave? It, it kind of depends. Uh, I, guess, a, I guess. Do you have let's a vehicle say you or have, not? I, I was just, just going to say that. You if know. you have a vehicle. If you have an operable vehicle that you can, um, hopefully you have, I'm the biggest proponent. Of, you have to have a, a plan established before anything even happens. So you need to know where you're going. Okay. Is anybody else there? How do you know that? Do you have communications? Are you able to confirm that anybody else is there? If not, are you going to be the first one there to set up? Are you going to have to defend that until you know somebody else gets there? 
there's a lot going on in that question. A lot. So if you have a vehicle, make sure your routes are prepared. Um, know where you're going. Have your community know where everybody is going. More so, what are you taking from your home? Oh, okay. You can't take nine months worth of food. No. There's too much. No. There's so, there's going to be too much. So you're going to take the food that's going to be the longest shelf life right off the bat. That's going to be your, your primary load up. And then you're going to take um, not your quick perishable stuff, but stuff that... Uh, you can you have prepped or prepared when things went south so if you're able to stay in your home for a week or two weeks first and you're able to get your beef cooked salted cleaned you know um, any canned vegetables pickled beets pickled whatever you know, you're going to try to get that as much in as possible. It depends. Do you have a trailer or not a trailer? Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, it, it's all space, but you're going to take your longest lasting supplies, um, the most useful supplies, not the, not the little gadgets and stuff that are just going to take up space. Try to take tools that have multi-functions. And, you know, you can... Say, a, a Swiss Army knife, would you take a Swiss Army knife over a pocket knife? Of course, because there's more uses for, you know, it's the same size, but there's more uses for it. Mm-hmm. So you got to start thinking, you know, what can I get the most use out of stuff with the minimal area required? You know, you're going to have to have clothes, a set of clothes for a certain allotment of time, you know. Okay, it it really kind of depends on your space, what you're taking, or the area you're able to take. Are you taking for just you? Do you have a wife or do you have kids? You know, are you meeting somebody where you have to take medications? It's like hopefully whoever needs their medications has enough of them. Mm-hmm. Again, it's questions that need to be answered before yep. a situation like yep. this happens. And I think that's why, and so it's so important to have a community to where you guys can have these conversations that they're not going to be coming up out of the blue, thinking, trying to think through a stressful situation, and now you're making it life or death on top of it. You have to have that clear head. Hey, we've talked about this. we got a plan. Somebody has to step up and be the level-headed person of going, hey, I've thought about this. This is what we're doing. There is no questions. This is what we are doing. Mm-hmm. I think I think when that panic sets in, I think I think everything will be good for two days, 40 to 72 hours. Hmm. After that, I think that's when chaos starts breaking out. Especially if there's no communication. No communication and no, and no water. Yeah. I think those two things... When, yep. when everything starts breaking down, those two things are what's going to drive the chaos that's going to happen. Yeah, and it's going to be sheer madness. I mean, there's Because nobody has put the out. thought in. Yeah, there's plenty of books out there that you can read. Um, and we kind of had that, I think, that conversation Yep, we talked about the, the Going Home series. The Where are you series. at? Yeah. 
Where are you at on it? Uh, I baited all the way. Well, they <laughs> since we've talked, we figured out that there was another book, and they're planning on coming out with a, I think a twelfth. So mm. I think I went one through ten of the Going Home series, made it all the way to ten, and I was happy with how that ended. So I, I've got a buddy who's who's read eleven, and he's like, "Well," and I'm like, "Well, that doesn't match up." So he said, "It <laughs> maybe matches I'm up. good." He goes on twelve, <laughs> it matches up. He goes, "But." It's a cliffhanger. I'm like, I, yeah, I don't like cliffhangers. <laughs> don't tell me a story until there's a happy ending, you know, right? Yeah. So my life is already wondering about everything else. I don't need to worry about a book. <laughs> or or just wait and then get them both at the same time yeah. and just boom, boom, all yeah. the way through. But, you know, there is that Going Home series. Um, there was another one that uh, Newt Gingrich had taken to uh, Congress in the 90s and tried to push that to get uh, read in schools. I believe it was in high school, uh, another book series, um, or just another book. But it was, read that one, and that was an incredible book too. It really kind of made you kind of think in the process through things. I had so. said earlier about <clears throat> history that um, history is not being taught correctly. History no. is 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 taught by the winners, number one, but are you getting the real history? In this community aspect, how do you go about maybe trying to find older encyclopedias, older um, dictionaries, mm-hmm. more, maybe more so more so uh, uh, encyclopedias, but even lesson books? How do you go about doing that when so much is getting digital, you you still need to teach the kids, but you want to teach the kids correctly. As how did why did this happen today when it's already happened in the past once? Mm-hmm. We just never learned from our mistakes. How do you, you you going through yard sales, maybe estate sales, uh, old libraries old that libraries they're burning are, down? Are great books, um, you know, for thousands of years it was history was based on stories. It was never written. You know, and then they started writing stories, and it, it was the reflection of life. And then, you know, those books that they talk about and that are now starting to be banned, like, why are, why are we banning books? I, I just, I never quite understood that one. Mm-hmm. There's some books I, I completely understand. Yeah, if we're if we're you throwing know. propaganda upon children about sexual escapades, yeah. at young yeah. ages, yeah, that's propaganda. They don't need that's it. not a book. Yeah, so I mean, it's 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 the government trying to condition everybody. You know, I'm sure my my little FBI informant who listens through my phone is going, "Oh, here we go again. Here we go again." <laughs> I like to joke that I have an FBI guy who listens to Mr. Me. Smith. I'm sure he's driven by a couple <laughs> different times. I keep waiting for a uh, Christmas list, yeah. something. What, what do you want for Christmas, brother? Uh, yeah. You listening? <laughs> so, I'll buy you a scratch ticket. So. One thing I, uh, uh, the old encyclopedias, the the maps are different, especially yeah. like when it comes to Antarctica. Yeah. it's all It's all different from what we see today. My, not a passion, my my impulse is Antarctica. 
and I love going through like Google Earth, what are they trying to cover up? And I'll go through every little nook and cranny and just try to open it up and what what's there? Mm-hmm. You know, the Grand Canyon. I was just down in Arizona. The Grand Canyon has doorways throughout the canyon. Like what what are the doorways for? So I started taking pictures of them. You can see them clear as day. Mm-hmm. There's a doorway right there. You know what 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 was it what was it connected to? Like all of that stuff is in these old encyclopedias, but then stuff was removed, stuff was rewritten yeah. the way that we know it now. Right. Do you have any guilty pleasures like Antarctica? <sighs> a, a wall <laughs> with civilization on the other side? What, no, what do you got? Uh, maybe not so much that. I, I do love history. Um, but my the, the history I enjoy is further back Greek. Greek history, Roman history, Roman Empire, Roman Empire. That that one really. Do you see any correlations? Oh, are you kidding with me? With what's going on right now, like all of it, like all of it. Yeah, maybe, maybe play Basically by play all of it. Just like oh yeah, well let's see. We're we're imploding and we're trying to cut off everything. What can we do? Oh, let's uh, get everybody talking about uh, whatever sports is going on. You know, and I'm guilty of it too. Kind of let off the podcast. Right off the podcast, you know. Did, back in that time, did they, was the, and I don't see this happening. Did the Roman Empire want to join forces with other people around it to make one empire of, you know, whatever. The way that we are now, we want to have a one world government. We want to have a one world currency. Absolutely. The Roman Empire just wanted to expand into world domination. Part of the problem was the Ottoman Empire. They wanted the same thing. So there's that fight on on that eastern side. And then you had them trying to push north. Well, the more north you push, it was like Germany during World War II going into Russia, where Russia just kept pulling back and back and back. You know, they had, uh, what was it, Germania, the old Germany at the time. They... they fought against it and said no you know so there was battles there but yeah of course rome was wanting to expand because everybody in the city was so comfortable in taking up all these resources that they needed to expand they had to do you think the united states wants you know you're you're saying you're saying rome was wanting to expand to i believe create create you know a, a bigger empire yes but they were in control they were the the rulers, they were the powerhouses. I don't feel the United States is in that role. I think the whoever's controlling all of these puzzle so pieces. If you if you think about Rome like this, I think Rome was an idea. United I mean, States was an idea. Now, hear me out. I'm just correlating yeah. the two. Yeah, so Rome was an idea that it was to get everybody basically on the same page. Um, I, everyone... We wanted it to correlate. So you had different armies that were in that. You had the Northern Army, the Western Army, a couple Southern Armies, a couple Eastern Armies. I think the U.S. is just one of those armies. I don't think the United States has ever been part of the bigger Rome idea, if you will. I think we call it the, the one world government. That's what we call it right now. Mm-hmm. 
you know, kind of the the UN-ish area. And I think that's that's the Rome now is the one world government. And I think the US is just the major army that's under that. Hmm. Interesting. So, you know, me being kind of who I am, I, I see Australia as an army. Say if China invades Taiwan, whose who's responsibility is it to then? Australia and us. There you go. Two different armies. Mm-hmm. Fighting under what? A unified group. Yeah. That's why I think Ukraine is trying so hard to be part of the UN, and it sounds like they're going to try to expedite the process. I just read that this week. Mm. Well, <laughs> they've already just... tried getting into NATO, and NATO turned them down. Yeah. So I don't believe I don't believe Ukraine has the authority to do so because technically no. they're still a part of Russia. Mm, yeah, but I think it's basically the it, it's another faction that they want to be part of that mm-hmm. one world government. Do you think the Roman Empire? Ooh, nah, they we're probably too far away from each other. My question was: Do you think the Roman Empire turned into Nazi Germany? No, no. But because I I see a lot of Nazi Germany tentacles in today so i nazi germany started off with that was a different idea under the original under world war one mm-hmm. germany that completely collapsed correct the nazi germany was founded on the the belief that we've learned from our mistakes we are now better so it it rose out of the ashes of germany getting defeated in World War One, And there was no morale. A guy comes up, starts bringing in morale, start believing in Germany. Germany is strong. We are, and got everybody going. And then uh, basically infi- infiltrated the churches in Germany was the first step for the Nazis. They went and separated the church that way and then that grew it grew and at that point they couldn't be stopped until they had all of germany and Mm. if you disagreed with it then kibosh yeah so no i don't think rome turned in i i think rome fizzled out it died out and we have completely failed to learn why yeah completely failed Yep, overexpansion, <clears throat> spread too thin financially. Yep. The the morals and beliefs of your individual person was not there. Yep. You had no accountability. A lot of what we see today. Yeah. How can people find you? Uh, on the Facebook is probably the easiest, unless you know me personally, which how, most how about don't. you should get on the TikTok. It's a great it's a great <laughs> platform. Right. Yeah. Did you know that this episode I did with you last time was my number one most banned, fastest banned video I've ever created? <laughs> no, I had no idea. I had it up maybe 18 minutes. Gone. And really? I have no words. All I have is prepared community, and it's with a nice nice little song that everything matched up perfectly. <laughs> Gone. I posted onto it. I posted it up again there because maybe you know it was somebody you know maybe yeah. it was somebody else put it up there. Boom, account gone. 
I've reposted it on other accounts within a minute. Boom, gone. The entire account gone. <laughs> For whatever reason, the last time you and I talked, that mm-hmm. video gets not only pulled, but accounts gone. That's crazy. Ab- I'm just... There's there power. And, and and just even to back that up even further, I create videos of people trying to create their own little groups, you know, meet up in different areas, vet, mm-hmm. you know, vet the people, but and you got to introduce, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. So let me use my platform to introduce people from all over the country. Start your own group, start communications. Where, what are your strengths? All that, all that stuff. Yep. Gone. Yeah, Either man. the video gone or account gone. I'm not, I'm not saying anything against the government. You know, any anything like that. It's just it's just having a group around you that is the same like-minded individuals. Mm-hmm. Account gone. I mean, I'm on account 60. When I ever decide to come back to TikTok, I'm starting account number 60. That's crazy. Because I've gone through so many accounts because my voice and my face is just not wanted on that platform. Yeah. And it's you know why? I'm yeah. just a I'm just a I'm just a lowly podcaster out here trying to <laughs> spread the good word. Spread the gospel of being and, prepared. <laughs> so, but we'll see how long this one lasts. Yeah, yeah. Instagram, um, <clears throat> you're, you don't have an Instagram yet for, for preparedness? No, I'm just touching into learning about Instagram. I, I am so slow on technology. <laughs> I am horrible with that stuff. I just... I don't know. It's... Where do you get your, um, not influence from, but where mm-hmm. do you get your your motivation from? Your, I, I, I know I'm on the, your belief in knowing that you're on the right direction of, of whatever it is that you're talking about. Who do, you, who do you follow? Who do I follow? Holy cow. That's a great question. Because I'm not 100%, I've never really thought of that. Because I do we only ask the tough questions yeah, here on a little extra Lambo podcast. Yeah. No, I, I do follow um, some preparedness groups on Facebook. Um, and a lot of those do pipe in um, some political ideology, um, maybe with links going to different, uh, different sectors. I will pop on. I will look at CNN. I will look at Fox. What are we mutually talking about? What are we not mutually talking mm-hmm. about? And then just kind of do a little bit of research through that. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. That's a great question. Well, get back to us on yeah. that. <laughs> I'll have to think about that. So, yeah, I, I you know, it, it's more me, I guess, just being set in my ways and expecting – Preparing for the worst in people, but hoping for the best. Yeah. Um, you know, how do I, you know, what are what are the values that are important to me? Family, community, um, protecting. Um, yeah, first and foremost, obviously, is, you know, my faith in, in God. And reading the Bible, um, being active in my church, um, and I'm sure there, there are some people who are prepared in my church and, you know, I go to a very large church, um, but, uh, I, I do very good hiding in the back wings and making sure that everybody's okay with that. So what are you, what did you swap <clears throat> out in your go bag? Because we are now in winter. 
my go bag, um, instead of light socks, wool socks. Um, I am, I am a big feet person. I have socks in my golf bag. <laughs> I, I hate wet feet. I despise it. So <laughs> socks are one of my, my big ones. Um, making sure I have, uh, in my truck, uh, is where I have pretty much everything. I have a extra set of, uh, my insulated coveralls, um, kind of some hand warmers, stuff like that. Uh, an ax, a little hatchet that if I had to cut firewood, um, I have some fire starting smaller logs to start out with. So, but most of the time that one just stays in there permanently and, uh, uh, solar blankets and we just recheck the flashlights. I got to go through, I got to go through mine. So it's a good, it's a good pause there for me to, for me to do mine. I've had it inside and I looked at it and I'm like, and I got, I got 10 other things I got to do. I'll do that next time. Well, maybe next time isn't isn't going to be the the right time to do it and yeah, we're already going to need it, it. The right so, time. don't so. don't push that off swap out the socks um and uh, uh the blankets if you have a blanket in your truck wool blankets air it out yeah right it, because you never know what is spilled you don't know it's dusty whatever just air it out wash it and then fold it back up and put it back yep. so um and then uh check your waters is yep. What I tell everybody. Yep, make sure so. you have water and a way to uh, contain it and possibly filter it. Iodine tablets, water filter, straws, whatever. I just ordered more. So, there you uh, go. A couple of days ago, ordered more of the life straws. So awesome. We have the prepared mutual friend. Find him on Facebook. Um, Maybe Instagram. We'll work on it. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working we'll on work it. on that. <laughs> so find him on Facebook. Shoot a message. You got any questions at all? And I guess until the next time we have you on, sir, thank you for coming on. Absolutely. Love it. I am Lambo. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, or my link tree, linktree.com backslash extra Lambo. Peace. Peace.